for that no, you should die. Don't, don't talk because it's gonna go to you okay so hi thanks for the to, for the uh show and come three two one thanks for coming today i have a um unique pickleball player professional player as well as a former standout tennis player for the uh pierce mustangs correct mundo yep okay and i actually met her decades ago on accident when it, at uh, the jewish community center while i was teaching about to go to southeastern oklahoma and uh she's got really great language and she has actually she has a Tourette's medical card. We didn't know that, but she has one. And um, let's buy. I don't want to say that she's an awesome student. Uh, t- her name is Jill. Bell Yay. <laughs> Jill Bell Yay. What's up, Jill Bell Yay? Thanks for having me out. Good tell to us, see you again. Tell us about your hat. Five years later. Yeah. Uh, this is 20. a shout out to Jill Braverman and the Dallas Pickleball Club. So we were coming back from the Austin PPA tournament. And we're asked to drive Jill home, and we find out we're both Jewish. We're both Jilly B's, and she's making a <laughs> return to the pickleball pro scene. So I had to represent. So you came back from the the Austin Open, right? Correct. Cool. Just got and back here. Uh, I believe you tell us how that went real quick. Um, it went well. It was one of those tournaments. My original mixed doubles partner just had a baby, can't travel, and I stumbled upon an ex um, pro tennis player who agreed uh, to play mixed with me. What's his name again? Um, Andrew Painter. Um, and then, unfortunately, I had to play with him after he came off a rolling victory with Kevin Mark in 5.019 plus. So he <laughs> Kevin's was a guest. reveling in his first gold medal amateur tournament. Nice. And we're playing the older division at 35 plus, but we were able to bring home gold, so mm-hmm. didn't disappoint. Um, and it's called the Dallas Pickleball Club. That's right. The MLP well, club. we are not, but Brandon French, Jillian Braverman play for Mark Cuban's team, mm-hmm. and Dave Fleming's their GM, mm-hmm. and they're playing right now today in Dave the semifinals. From the show? Yep, I came in the show. Okay, correct. Right. Watch them tonight, five thirty on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Awesome. Or look up Major League Pickleball. We're gonna do this. I had a moment with Jill a little bit ago over there. It's about five seconds, and. Um, we, were, we vaguely remember going crossing paths, but the point is, let's get this crap started. So, this is Jill. Bell, yay! Okay, Jill Bell, yay, I got it. I'll get it right. Yeah, Thanks okay. for coming. You can call me Lieberman, my maiden name. It makes Jill Leibs. So, what else is funny about us? Where's your Where's your actual office at? Oh, it was really funny. So, he had J.D. Dixon here, who I've mm-hmm. met through Pickleball. Don't know him probably well enough to know that he should know where I work. Mm-hmm. And he was on the pod two weeks ago, and he sends me this address because we're supposed to be pickling after your show. Mm-hmm. And I show it to my husband. I'm like, dude, why does this guy know where I work? He Is he a creeper? You're thinking about me? About JD. Because oh, yeah, I'm not- like, why does he know where I work? So I text JD, dude, why do you know where I work? <laughs> and he's like, no, this is where Curtis's pod is. So sorry, JD, that I had these unnormal thoughts about you, but I was a little concerned. I do work on the floor right below you for my day job. God. So small world. She's got... Nice language. She's got a potential Tourette's medical card. She stalking JD. I don't know what to tell you, man. So tell us. We'll start. We'll go with the way, the pickleball way. Tell okay. us about how, what, why, when, and how you did all the pickleball from your. Um, I mean, it kind of is now the conventional story and the fact that tennis players have moved over. But I guess maybe when I made it was a little atypical. Grew up playing tennis. 
and soccer. So I was the original AL, I have to say, tore my ACL and gave up soccer. Um, then played, I was a member of the University of Texas tennis team. And the day I graduated, I said I'd never touch a racket again. Had some kids, have a 16 and 14 year old son, hadn't done anything active for myself pretty much. Well, I played sand volleyball until I got pregnant and then my got vetoed from that group. I guess they didn't think I could die for balls anymore. Stupid kids. So in COVID, all of a sudden walking with my teenage boys, see two courts at a senior living center, decide to go play with them. They're pretty athletic. One's a tennis player, one's a baseball player, and some elderlies got my number after that. I started playing regularly with the 75, 80 year olds and stumbled against this girl, Carla, who tragically passed away last year of cancer, but she identified me and said, you have too much talent to be out here. Let me hook you up with a TCD team. You need to start playing a little more serious. Joined a TCD team, even though I had a full-time job, just to get in with the practices. Didn't really compete. And then from there, pretty much the rest is history. Met a few other high-level tennis players making the climb over and never looked back and love it way more than I ever loved tennis. This is kind of cool because We'll go off cuff here, but this is, um, you know, this is a good story because I know I know her and I know of of Jill for a while around the t- the scene with tennis back when we were kids, and and um, it's cool to see that you that that we have so many home cl- that's homegrown that we were here about that transition into transition over to pickleball, but you played high level at UT, so I guess I guess instead of the generic term of people saying that, and, and I'm not saying anything mean about you or anybody that does that, but how do you feel like thinking about all the tennis, all the tennis you went through and why is it so addicting to play at the professional level versus tennis or what do you, I mean, what do you, does that make sense to you? Yeah, no, I mean, it's one of those things. I was kind of an atypical tennis story. I was an all around athlete. I think my dad identified that we're Jewish. So mm-hmm. my brother was athletic, but never going to get above five, eight. And at that time, you're not going to become an athlete if you're five, eight. So he poured everything into me and I played all sports. I was competitive in soccer all the way up, played nationally. Um, played volleyball and basketball until I had to quit in high school to make decisions. I always craved the team environment. And so, to be honest, I was ready to hang up tennis until high school tennis came along. I got super fortunate that J.J. Pierce, I mean, yeah. it's very rare. That oh, you, you guys were a powerhouse. In top the six guys were all top ten oh, in yeah. the state of Texas. Oh, yeah. Three top girls. So, I fell in love with the team environment. Mm-hmm. Agreed that I could continue in college because you embrace that. Mm-hmm. But I never loved that tennis was a single sport. So, like, to me, the day I quit, I used it to get a job. I was in the business honors program at UT. I knew I could get into sports marketing if I had good grades and played at UT. So, for me, the transition wasn't as hard, and I didn't ever reach the success of, like you said, Andrew Painter, or someone who's won at a professional level. And even at UT, we were national champions when I went in. Yes. I was not given a full ride. Those girls were, like, living at Voluntary, never played Craig Carden there when you were there or no? I don't who's, believe the coach, so. who's the coach there? Oh, now? Jeff Moore was our coach. Jeff Moore, okay, thank you. I'm sorry, keep going. So, I mean, to me, it was a kind of an indigenous thing. That's what I love about pickleball. Doubles is where it lies. I mean, I played a few tournaments in singles. That's naturally where you're going to be better. Mm-hmm. But I love that you don't have to be quiet. You, you can be really extroverted. You can taunt your opponents. You mingle. You meet people. You're not, like, looking at people only as your opponent. Mm-hmm. And it just fit my personality significantly better than tennis. I but, mean uh, – That's cool. In tennis, I was interviewed. I'll never forget. We went to Boca for my first Nationals, uh-huh. and the Dallas Morning News interviewed me like, what are your ambitions? Uh-huh. I'm like, I would never want to play this sport past college. And my dad's heart <laughs> broke instantly, thought I'd get disowned, but, I mean, now it's in writing. Like, there was never that aspiration that I liked the lonely tennis life. So, Yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. 
But you take that Tui back in on the pickleball court, and <laughs> it's insane. So well, I, it works. I, I love it that that that's what it is. You you like to see. I was I was different because I I like I didn't like messing up and letting other people down. Mm-hmm. That's part of ADHD, which is what I have. That's obviously everybody listening to the show knows it's not a joke. It's true, but I liked if I screwed up, my parents were like, "It's on you, man. Don't go trying to blame other people. Don't point." So I think it's great that you liked it as like now the pickleball environment now is. It is comrade. I can't wait to be able to play more and more. I just can't. But I get it. I understand. Like saying you and I played, it wouldn't be like, bitch, you suck. Or, yeah, nice shot, loser. You know, it'd be like, we'd be serious. But then at the end of the day, it's like, hey, let's, let's you got to work on this. You got to work on that, you know. And, and just prefacing you, if you ever decide to play with me, uh-huh. it's a weight loss plan. You can ask Russ or Paints. Like, I pretty much sit in my alley, wait for my two-handed backhand, and you cover 90% court. So, so just be just, prepared in advance to ever agreeing to step on the court if you are a male body. Gender <sighs> gender doubles, I'll cover 50%. I am so not going to play with you. Yeah. So cool. No, I will. That's going to be fun. It's but a it challenge. Works. I'll I'm telling you, it works, and I, I only know. win gold in mixed. <laughs> Women's is another story. I feel bad for those partners. But mixed, it's like play with me, Let guarantee me. gold, but you do all the work, and I just sit there and put my two E back in away. So here's the thing. So that leads me kind of the next question is, so you said you have a two-hander. Mm-hmm. Is there any paddle, any company you prefer, or do you do you use the same paddle, or do you like? Remember, you, you yeah. switch, I'd always had number Boys. one, two, three, four rackets. Never one and four because you were fucked if you used the one yeah. number four, right? <laughs> so um, anyway, do you, do you, different for me. Brand well, or? so I met my mixed doubles partner, Russ Patrick. Like mm-hmm. someone set us up. I don't know. I'm pretty yeah. sure my friend Mary didn't want me to poach on her partner because we played a tournament <laughs> and introduced me. But we never look back, and I feel like we've both kind of prided ourselves on not going to the highest, newest carbon paddles. We were kind of egotistical, like we're creating our own power. Mm-hmm. So I kind of find it funny that both of us within the last month have actually stepped up. So I was playing with the original Engage. I was given a ProLite when I started by someone. It cracked. They stopped making that version, and I went to an old Engage paddle, mm-hmm. and I was buying them off eBay. He was buying his head paddles off eBay. Like, they were not even made, but we were winning with them. And now I just switched to the Yola solely because I had two given to me by wonderful pickleball friends, and they you were in my bag. Names. You can say the names you want. Well, Todd Jones gave me a Yola pickleball paddle, and so did Paints. And so oh. I was like, oh, I got two of them. Let's try it. I liked them. Is it, okay. So it's the Hyperion, the original Ben okay. Johns. Nice. Which is kind of funny because I'm it a good big Riley hand? Newman fan, and I actually got to see him on the court like – a week ago, uh-huh. he was warming up for Austin PPA. He got to play a game with him, but the first thing he told me is like, "Don't you ever bring a Ben Johns paddle oh, on the court with me what? again?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I promise, I'm your biggest fan because so, I'm totally Team Riley." But so who, I got called out. Who called you out? Riley Newman. Ooh. So, but we did win our game eleven-one. Well, that makes it. But the first cat, what's the first cast? What the first stone has been cast? Yeah, I know. I told him, "Hey, get me a game." Of, Give me a game of sponsorship. I'll switch paddles today. I think we can get you. I think, so, I think but it was it. funny that that was That's literally funny. the first thing he noticed when I walked on the court was my paddle. We're all, you know, when you walk on a court, you're going to look up all of us racket sports, especially if you played college. Yeah. You are taught some, you have a knack for fit, finding strings, grips. Well, you know what the waiting on that racket and that's yeah. what, what you're going to do now. Well, especially because he's supposedly number two in the world and Ben's number one. He's yes. going for that. So it so, was a funny. Story. So do you do anything outside of your full-time job with pickleball or just play tournaments and, and get better? Do, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm fortunate. I love my job. I'm Good. a corporate event planner. Totally cool. Heading to the masters next week for 10 days. Oh, God. Um, and so I'm fortunate. I love it, but I mean, I play pickleball compared to other people. Good. 
not so much because I have two teenage boys, yeah. a husband that travels for work and a full-time job. Mm-hmm. But whenever I can find a court, I do. Well, so. so I was just asking for our fans or our future, current and new pickleball professionals, players, if in case they want to meet you. You know, that's, that Some people ask. I've had emails about do they do a small camp or private clinics. I don't know. So point is, no. So – that's yeah, good. you don't want to follow my. <laughs> you, I'm telling you, for some reason, I'm able to put pop on that ball, but you don't want my style or. So, so you said your favorite. So rank your um the, the events you play: singles, first, second, third. Who's, what's um, first? Mixed doubles is by far my favorite, probably because mm-hmm. I'm the best at it. Uh, I believe that. I believe that. I'll pull, I'm play a one very day. power player. Okay. So um, then I put women's. Mm-hmm. I just need to get better at it. Any um, uh, shout out to any of your. Uh, Melissa Pedroza, sorry that I never bring gold home for you, and I only bring it home for mix, but I'm going to get better there. Mm-hmm. So, And then singles, I love, um, but I've only played two tournaments. And one was my very first tournament three weeks in. I lost in the finals to Jenna Hessert, who's now a top 20. Split with her, and I'll never forget, she came up to me after the match. She said, you know, if you actually came to the net ever, you'd maybe win, but trying to battle me from the baseline is not going to work. She, she competes nationally in CrossFit games. And she is like 20 years younger than me. And I thought I was going to battle her from the baseline. But somehow, now that she's a top pro, my duper keeps going up. Because <laughs> it's my only loss. Oh, okay, okay. And then Mid-South last year, I decided it was on a Sunday. So women's singles is usually early in the week, mm-hmm. which puts me at jeopardy of being bad at doubles because I don't recover at 46 very well. And so it was a Sunday, and I got a triple crown. So that was pretty sweet. That's awesome. And now I'm just hanging up, hanging up the, the shoes. Walk Leave away on a, Yeah, walk away. Let my duper raise because my only loss is to someone on the rise. Confirmed confirmed to our listeners what the duper is so they know what that means. So if you happen to be a tennis player, it's kind of like the UTR. It's They're trying to reposition the ranking system to where it takes into consideration your losses, your point differentials. Because um, it's really hard when tournaments are all regionalized. Like yeah. who who's playing in Chicago versus Texas versus Arizona, and you're playing different opponents. How do you really categorize winning a tournament? And it's not like people enter their division. A lot of like three fives, one or four or five to challenge themselves. So I think they're trying to make it more accurate. And that's what the PPA is going to use for seeding. Right now it's super inflated me. They don't take into account age and gender yet, I don't think. (laughs) And so the fact that I'm beating five O's that are older than 19 pluses. So, but I'll take it. My duper keeps raising. I don't even play tournaments. It's awesome. If you're if you're at the top of, of of the class or damn near you, that's that's the only way Jill rolls. That's all there is to it, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, so real quick, when you and I were were here in Texas, when I was playing, they didn't have championships. It was either top one twenty eight or you weren't. What was it when you were playing? It was the same thing. What do you mean? You were qualified in the state. Oh, you were. You weren't qualified. Remember yeah, that? yeah, yeah. And there was like you mean for tennis. Yeah, for tennis. Yeah, and then there was the championship super champ. And masters in like Wichita Falls. Which I always got heat stroke. <laughs> Dude, it was like notorious that I so would get hot. heat stroke. And then you sp- talked about Julie Bear. Oh, yeah. Julie Drinkwater, if she's watching it. Yeah. I just remember I was always ranked above her, and I did good in every <laughs> tournament. And then freaking sectionals would come at Wichita Falls. She'd make it to the finals yeah. and just skip me because it counted like five times as much. <laughs> and I was like, Julie, this is insane. One tournament. But she always – she rose to the occasion of that tournament. She was quiet, man. She was she was a quiet killer. She was quiet when she played. Yeah, we were the exact opposite. We were yeah, in I don't know. <laughs> I think I think we played it anyway. Point is, okay, well, good. So now, thus far, tell us we're still talking about pickleball. Tell us about so far, what's your favorite story that you that you have or favorite place to play or whatever. 
probably my favorite story just happened because I'm super extrovert. I didn't understand pickleball. There was like all these levels. Mm -hmm. And I was going, my dad has a condo in Boca. Nice. And I was heading out there. I'm like, oh, this is like that mecca of pickleball. Yeah. Does anyone know anyone I can contact? And I see this guy, Scott Golden. You should. And so I just text, like message A former him. guest of the show. Okay, Golden Boy Pickleball. Like, I didn't know you don't just reach out to like a commentator pro. So I'm like, hey, I'm coming to Boca. You want to get me in some private games? <laughs> He's like, who are you? How did you get my name? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just saw that you live there. And he's like, well, what's your credentials? Told him I play college tennis. So he was willing to try me to come to his country club. It was this great country club. Um, and play with him. So I took actually one lesson with him, and they had me play with members. And I guess I did well enough that he invited me to this Friendsgiving event that was only for 5-0 and above players. And Anna Bright was there. Really? And nice. I got to play doubles with her, and I came back, mark my word, anyone you talk to, I said, that girl is going to be number one in the world. She's insanely good. And a month later, you know, she's entered pro. But then what's funnier is then Scott asked me to play a tournament. We decided to play. It was my first 5-0 tournament. I went to Boca. We made it to the finals and lost to Ryler DeHart and Megan Fudge. That was you. And oh, literally, best shot of my life, oh. I get a Ryler DeHart overhead at the kitchen line, and I counter it and win the point. And, dude, he was a legit tennis player. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, now yeah. he's a legit football <laughs> pro. He has no clue that I live for that one moment, but that was the best. And then oh, Scott Golden probably remembers of that is that we were up 10-9, game one. Mm -hmm. And they hit a lob on my little five foot three frame. Yeah. And I go all in. I'm hitting this winner. I'm going to win game one against these people that go pro a month later. And I whip it. Yes. And everyone watches his live everybody, stream. Everybody go, ooh. So literally, everyone watches the live stream. My phone is blowing up from all my Dallas friends. They have just put that little image oh of that video God. on rewind. Ask Michael Harrison. Like, So they send it to me periodically. Like, I want that video. Yeah. Send that video to Curtis. We'll show the show. Uh, that was my best moment for sure. A, it was my first 5-0 tournament. B, I got to play an ex-tennis pro, and now they're top pros. And then I did get to play doubles with Anna Bright, even though she has no clue. <laughs> she knows she remember you, man. About that. <laughs> oh god, that's that's tough to beat, Riley the Hart and and, and uh, Riley. God, it was great. I mean. That can't be that golden. You're calling him Scott well, Golden. Well, and I like said, why are you like in the 35 plus division? And they're like, we tried to enter 19. Because literally, I think Megan or Ryler, whichever one's younger, had just turned 30. Like, they just qualified for 30. And the 19 plus was full. So, like, I should have maybe gotten gold, but it was fun to play them. And as I said, my duper keeps raising because I got two games. Like, I lost them <laughs> 11, 9, 12, 10 and different times. I'm like, keep going, duper. We may have, we may have a show, a little small segment called Jill's Jam when she plays a tournament. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 who's the thought? The here? lob has become very prevalent against me. I'm not gonna lie. Go back and watch. Uh, I don't know how many episodes ago I forgot. But I say my favorite shot is the lob, and it is. It is. I love it. Well, and I'm five three, so it's a super easy shot to do on me and women's. And I will only not partner. Of that. Not I of will that. only partner with a man that's <laughs> over six three that can cover my. That's lob. the secret. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. Now, now I get it. Okay. All right. So, um, what's your favorite shot so far? Your favorite shot? I told you mine. mine yeah, I mean my swinging backhand overhead oh my for God. sure. Oh, you doing it? Yeah, oh is God. by far my favorite, or my backhand drive down the line to pop it up. Oh wow! But I finally am mastering the ATP, so that's fun. I oh. mean, because forever as a tennis person, I kind of would look to just roll it over the net. I'd be like, look how fast I am, and then it opens the whole court. Everyone's like, that's not a good shot, Jill. Okay. I'm like, but did you see me get that? <laughs> it's like, but the shot was around the post. The sad thing is, I remember. It's funny just you say acting like it's like a kid. Yeah. All right. So. so you like the down the line return. You like the um, overhead backhand. That's pretty impressive. 
Yeah. All right. So now tell us about your story, your family if you're from here, kind of remind where you went to college, so people kind of know who you are, yep, where you're um, from and all that. Grew up here. I mean, I was born in Chicago. Parents raised me because it was too cold. Went to J.J. Pierce. Literally, we could walk there. Well, we probably couldn't walk there, but someone in shape better than me could walk there. Um, Went to the University of Texas. And then after that, moved to San Francisco. Loved it. Realized I would never be able to raise a family there. So came back, worked for the Dallas Stars. Great job. That's where I met Kay, my boss now. She hired me away when she signed a deal with the NFL. So you know Julie Dobbs' husband works for the Stars, right? Um, what's his name? Because it was a long time ago. Oh. So you know, Carla Rosenberg worked there with. We overlapped for like a year. I don't know, Ren. I don't know. He doesn't know. Well, he doesn't <laughs> I might know. have. I worked there right before the strike, okay. and then that's when Kay was signing a deal with the NFL okay. to do Super Bowl packages. Okay. Um, met my husband while I was kind of with the Ranger Stars. He was an ex baseball player. Sweet. Moved here. I have a 14 and 16 year old. One's a baseball player. One's a tennis player. <laughs> Tells you enough about who influences which child. My kids don't do any of that. They do basketball. Really? My oldest son is. You remember six I'm three. Jewish, right? I'm Jewish. We oh, don't yeah. play basketball. I didn't say There's that. There's only certain. I didn't sports. say that. So don't start that. Don't pull that card with me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Besides Julian Edelman, I mean, I don't even know if there's an Julie NBA Edelman. basketball player, but we really stay towards. What about like Gabe baseball. Kapler? Now he's tall. Gabe the Babe Kapler. What? Yeah, but he plays baseball. baseball. Okay. Yes. I'm not Baseball playing. has, you know, quite a few Jewish <laughs> prodigies. He doesn't have to grow past six foot. All right, fine. Well, anyway, okay, enough <laughs> of that talk. Well, she's from Dallas. And you said you have a yep. sister here, a brother here? I have a brother that lives here and a sister. They both live closer to the office, like cool. North Dallas. And I have my mom still here. She lives in Frisco Lake, so I nice. get to use those pickleball courts nice, sometimes. Dude, nice. And then my dad's halfway here and half in Boca. Oh, Can't cool. decide if he's retired or not. <laughs> so it just depends what month you catch him on. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. So what we'll do now is we're going to go to the um, our next segment, which is called In the Kitchen. And if you've read this, I like to um, ask people what, their fa- what they're jamming to with their band or their music right now. I like to give my example because you can kind of think whatever you want because some people don't read their read the run sheets. I know you did. Yeah, uh, I did not read that part. I, I was trying, thought, trying I to give like you props. You're making it so hard. But anyway, so anyway, so right now I was listening to Rage Against the Machine, okay. Battle of Los Angeles. That sounds grungy. We're two years apart. How I'm just you? telling you, we play on Sunday mornings, chicken and pickle. Okay. And you can ask Payne's next time he's on here or what is Corey. It? And they love this grungy crap. And I'm like, dude, I do not want to listen to this to get me pumped for pickle. I'm talking about you, not me. I Go. Know. So what I listen to. Taylor Swift? I'm going next Friday night. <laughs> I'm going. Jump. I'm so excited. I don't have daughters. I thought I'd never get to go to a Taylor Swift concert, and I get to go next Sunday night. Right. I love me some Britney Spears, Usher, Justin Timberlake. I, sorry. Okay. I I'm right. still cool, but not like music wise. It's you. okay. You know what? I don't judge on the show. It's uh, off the show. You're fucked. But I don't judge you on the show. I'm cre- like that choice. So, favorite movie uh, or binge series? You're gonna laugh at this. But we're going back to Game of Thrones, even though it's the worst ending in the world. But we try to push it out of our minds. You watch all the other ones? Uh, I haven't seen those yet. So my husband is pretty convinced that he doesn't know why he's married to me because <laughs> I've never watched Games of Thrones and Game of Thrones, Games of Thrones. Favorite show ever. Like he's watched it 20 times just <laughs> to see the differences. Yellowstone I don't watch and The Office. And those are like he's convinced are the three best shows ever and I haven't watched them. <laughs> So, I mean, just because I was athletic and gave him athletic kids, he keeps me right. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Shut up. And Rachel. I'm willing to work. 
Um, but mine, I mean, obviously you got to like Ted Lasso. I haven't seen that yet. Okay, I got to watch Ted Lasso. I have oh. not seen that. I know. Okay. It is. That's, like uh, that's a good PC. Like I can say that in case anyone I work with watches. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm an avid love Shameless. We just watch Sex Life. I haven't seen Shameless either. Sex Education's great. Okay. Like I like more comi- comedy or like trashy reality shows. Trashy reality shows. I love that you heard it first year from. But you do need to watch Ted Lasso. Morning Show's um, good too. The Morning Show? Yep. Uh, and then favorite movie of all time. My, I'm going to say Tron today. Tron's one of my favorite movies of all time. I have so many of them glued. Oh. It was Goonies a few weeks back, but Tron was one of my favorite ones. Goonies is good. Yeah, and my Goonies. kids watch it, so that's like, you know, it's like oh, yeah. ageless. But I don't know if that's my favorite. I mean, I love The Notebook. Okay. Um, it's right. a good good movie. I don't know favorite of all time. I like The Dog's Purpose. I'm really into dogs. The Dog's Purpose. It's good. I like things that will make me cry because then I can be upbeat in real life. Uh-huh. Like, you know, I don't Did know. Did you see that one, that one dog movie? That's, I guess, animation kind of, uh, and it's real serious. It's like Dog Island or something like that. Oh, man. No, but the fact that you said animation and real serious in the same sentence no. makes me a little worried about Well, it's you. about dogs. It's about dogs. I, I totally watched it. I mean, Where the Red Fern Grows was my favorite movie growing up. Okay, now you down. just killed the deal. So anyway, so that was sad. Yeah. Okay, fine. Sad. Oh, wow. I like Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Does that give me a little better props? Yeah, no? you did. Okay. So what's your favorite podcast? I'm, I'm dick. Oh, yours, of course. Oh, fuck me. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, before Pickleball, I mean, I love cereal when it came out. Like, that was really good. Was it cereal? Cereal, S E R. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was really addicting. Um, But post Pickleball, I mean, I love the James Ignatowicz pod. I got to go start listening. He's just really good. Um, And then, I, yeah, so that's probably my favorite. It's newer. I'm listening to Smartless. Okay. I don't have a lot of drives. Now that I only work in the oh. office one to two days a week. They're funny. I, I just listened to um, they had Eugene Levy on, talking about uh, to, talking about the old SNL versus the Second City people, SCTV. It was really awesome. It's Jason Bateman, you know. Um, I love Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman, um, uh, Sean Hayes, and um, uh, what's his name? Coughs, deep, deep voice. Will Arnett. Okay. You know, you know if you saw him, but anyway. This I really probably cool. would like it, but I, and I should like pods because I hate reading. So pods seems like what I should do. Yep. But. Okay, favorite sports teams. Let's go, whatever. Well, obviously, Longhorns tonight. Everyone tune in. There we in. go. There Let's we go. go. There I just had my husband. He's in Vegas for a men's, you know, March Madness trip. Just put money on UT. So let's go. Um, Dallas Mavericks. I was a ball girl growing up. Who are you? Oh, that's right. The CFO of my select soccer team was the C. Uh, my select soccer team coach was the CFO of the Mavs. Mm-hmm. So I got to be a ball girl. And, she, and Alex English was rooting me to be on the Denver Nuggets, and I'll never forget it. Um, so I'm a. A loyal Dallas Mavericks. I, I do love the Cowboys, but my husband's from Seattle, so the oh rest boy. of my family are not. They're Seahawks <laughs> fans. So, well, there's nothing wrong with that. So he says you have. I have two dogs. My favorite pets. You have favorite pets? Of course, okay. I have two goldens. Two goldens. Yep. One's named Tex. We adopted him, so he had his name, and then the other one's Rafi after Nadal. Uh-huh. We so. uh, we have a Labradoodle. Don't get mad at us. Labrador. Just don't his, like the hair. His name's Chief. No, they didn't, they didn't shed. That's what I mean. That's why you got it. Well, also you allergies, allergies. Allergies. And then for us, and then we got Havanese, small little. Do they get along the big and Yeah, they're just too, they just, they wear each other out. Our friend that I just stayed with in Austin, she has a rabbit. And this rabbit plays with her golden doodle, and it's like legit. A like, rabbit? Oh, yes. this is right. Okay. Like it's a, ra- a bunny rabbit. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it plays with the golden doodle, and it's so fun. Like this rabbit should have a leash. It's fun. That's cool. Yeah. What's the rabbit's name? Bumper? Rabbit. <laughs> it's rabbit. It's called rabbit. <laughs> it's called rabbit. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, what's one thing that's funny about you that nobody knows? That would make you unique, that, 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 that they would they would uh, be like, what the fuck? 
Mine is I'm addicted. I'm addicted to Ren and Stimpy. It's one of my favorite all time. Ren and Stimpy. You never saw that cartoon the show? Yeah, back in the early nineties. I don't know. Podcast went bad. Yeah, it did go bad, especially because I'm kind of over this podcast. Let's delete it. Delete it. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have anything interesting people don't know about me. Okay. Um, but I do listen to Chicago or Air Supply to go to sleep, so that's kind of anti. <laughs> that's anti what I typically <laughs> Air Supply exude. Chicago to go to sleep. That's a good one. That's pretty good. I've never we have uh, there's one of my favorites one favorite ones is thus far is uh, one of they like to go Walmart watching after 11 p.m. to 12 p.m. and stay there for a couple. Oh, hours. and just people watch. Yeah. I I my dream job when I retire is definitely to be a barista. Because, really? like, the people watching oh, yeah. is so fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did say in my wedding vows, if I have to work full-time for the rest of my life, I get to go to Starbucks every day because just the joy I get watching people in the coffee shop. That's so. a pretty cool little unique thing right there. That's yeah. There's a two nice, nice things we my, got. So my whole salary goes to Starbucks. It's great. Okay, listen to this. Okay, this is what I call my um, – my uh, uh, your facts versus my facts. You didn't bring any. But fact number one. Pickleball was invented in 1965 by three fathers from Bainbridge Island, Washington, to entertain their kids, Joel Pritchard, Bill Bell, and Barney McCallum. All right. The second thing is, confirm this, people. Listen, this is very important. Despite the name, pickleball has nothing to do with actual pickles. Some claim that the name pickleball came from Pritchard's Cocker, Cocker Spaniel, whose name was Pickles. However, the family dog who made his debut two years after they made the sport, did not get the name from the game. It is true, but if you go to any pickleball tournament, they have pickle juice there because cramping is like I a believe real thing. That was when we were kids. I drank that same thing. I know yeah. that. So I, I do think. It's named after crude, the pickle you got to always have pickle juice. Yeah, exactly. So. Number three, pickleball is almost equally as popular among men and women, with 50, 53% of players being male and 47% being female. And I think that's probably 50-50. That might be a year old. But anyway, I think that's great. Those are my three facts. That's awesome. I'm just plugging shit. So if you, someone show, if someone ever shows up and has three facts that they bring and they're better, then they get a prize. I, I think for your next one, you should look at the average age of pickleball because I bet you it's drastically different. From I believe you. Year. You I know believe what I mean? Like I believe last it. year was probably like 50-something, and I now it's probably it. skewed into the 30s maybe. I believe it. I, so I believe that's it. That's your homework for the, your next pod because I okay. won't have a fact. I, I will do that. Here. Okay, well, you're right below us. We could do a show on Thursday and come down and do... I could walk in with a phone and interview you. Yeah, that's true. We can do, like, on the air five-minute segments. (laughs) All right, so uh, let's wrap up here. So um, if somebody wanted to get in touch to, like, to play with, to play a tournament with, or something like that that means or whatever, yeah, uh, maybe maybe want pickleball lessons from you for their daughter, some high-end play. Who knows? How would they they get in touch with you? Oh, I know who they should do. So I don't do that, but Andrew Painter would. Shut the hell up. (laughs) And his funner... No, honestly, since I have a full-time job, I really you you're more than welcome to look me up on Facebook yeah, or go. whatever. Message me. Sure. I would love to get you in groups. I live in the Frisco area, so that's kind of well, our groups are there. I'll clarify to play to play a tournament with you if they're good enough. How have they get in touch with you for that? Not to like not for you to like do anything. I'm telling you, you don't want to play with me unless you have 30 pounds to shed. It's go. just like a whole thing. I, oh, and ask Frenchie. I'm known for hitting out balls. Okay. It's really bad thing. That's that two hand back in you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, I can be reached at Curtis at ReeseRacketSports.com. C-U-R-T-I-S ampersand R-E-E-S-C-R-A-C-K-E-T-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com C-O-M and if you're looking for a sponsor package you're looking to come on the show or you have something to offer that's how you get in touch with me otherwise thank you for joining me and my guest Jill Albia Albia 
Bell, yeah. Bell, yeah. God, I was and he it. was the spelling bee champ. I could tell by you rehearsing your you can shut email. Up. <laughs> <laughs> address. Spelling bee champ well, over. Whatever, dude. Anyway, stop me. <laughs> anyway, take some time to check out the other shows here on, on our Vocal Umbrella. We have a lot of fun things to look at. And, and be in a good mood or bad mood, you'll find something you like. And uh, that's it. Jill, you got anything else? Nope. Everyone have a good Friday. Watch we, the Longhorns tonight yes, and we'll, at Dallas Pickleball, Dallas Pickleball Club. Club. Yep, take it easy. See you guys. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Coming through.